0: Today's episode of Fantasy Baseball in 15 is brought to you by Hydrant. You want to kick the coffee habit, but you're worried about your energy levels. To avoid the morning sluggishness and that midday slump, you need to make sure you're hydrated. Hydrant creates flavored electrolyte packets you mix directly into your water to make hydrating your body easy and delicious. Each rapid hydration mix has the four essential electrolytes your body needs. Sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc help you hydrate quickly and stay hydrated all day. And Hydrant is backed by research. The formula was developed by Oxford scientists to provide perfectly balanced, efficient hydration. There's no synthetic colors or artificial sweeteners. The formula is vegan and you can choose between three different flavors or a variety pack. Hydrant starts at just a buck a packet for a 30 day supply. You can save even more with a monthly subscription. And for 25% off your first order, go to drinkhydrant.com and enter promo code baseball at checkout. That's drinkhydrant.com and enter promo code baseball for 25% off your first order. 15. A big injury in our alternate universe sim got us thinking about pitchers who could be rotation replacements when baseball starts. Like death in taxes, Dodger's been a Dodger. I have That's not had uh, three go-throughs uh, yet. It
1: works great in a fantasy I'm
0: just glad I am not at the dentist.
1: Fantasy Baseball and 15 on The Athletic.
0: Welcome to Fantasy Baseball on 15 for Tuesday, May 5th. I'm Al Melkier and I'm here with Michael Beller. And Michael, uh, like uh, DVR and uh, all the uh, athletic writers, podcast uh, hosts and panelists, uh, we've been participating in this out-of-the-park sim. Uh, And Michael, maybe we'll get to even a trade proposal in this episode. We'll see. Uh, I've got a little problem with my my sim Astros. I lost Zank Greinke for the rest of the season. And if we were playing 2021, I'd be losing him for part of that year, too. He tore his UCL. And he's going to have an appointment with the uh, Sim Dr. Andrews, apparently. Oh, man. I bet Sim Dr. uh...
1: Andrews is fabulously wealthy also. Yes. (laughs)
0: Yes. <laughs> so in fact, I, I I did a poll about the situation. I beat, I made very clear to make a point of putting little asterisks uh, on either side of simmed UCL injury because I didn't want people to freak yes. out. Uh, hopefully nobody did. So not a real injury for Zach Granke, but uh, out for at least 13 months in the uh, alternate universe. And I had a real conundrum, Michael, in terms of uh, a replacement for Zach Granke. Uh, it's going well for the Astros in the sim world so far. Uh, they've actually got the best record in the sim, but that's, that's a that's a big, big loss. So I already uploaded my changes. I replaced Granky in the rotation. It'll be one of these options. I'm not going to say which one right away, but I did a Twitter poll uh, asking, who would you replace Zach, Zach Granke with in the Simmed Astros rotation? Brian Abreu, Brad Peacock, Framber Valdez, Or trade for a starting pitcher. So, before I reveal the poll results and reveal my own choice, which one of those would you opt for?
1: Uh, My short term answer would be Brad Peacock. My long term would be to go and look for a replacement. Uh, When you're the Astros, uh, just the Astros for real, and then the Astros in our alternate universe uh, where you're already having success, you don't really need this replacement to be a high ceiling, high upside guy. I think you pretty much know what you're getting out of Brad Peacock. You really just need a guy who's going to go out there, mostly throw strikes, not get into too much trouble, let the offense in the bullpen do uh, the heavy lifting for that day when he takes the ball, and you're going to have plenty of chances to win. I think that long-term, you're probably going to want another arm that you feel a little bit better about in the rotation, but if it were me running the Astros in the short term, I'm just leaning on Brad Peacock, the sure thing of those three options.
0: Well, you are in the majority. (laughs) <laughs>
1: are you in the majority? Uh, it doesn't sound like it.
0: I am not. I'm not. I actually agreed with the least popular option. <laughs> so, uh, now actually, I let this, uh, poll go for longer than, uh, uh, it's still ongoing in other words, but I don't think these results are going to change much. So I'm just going to read them as mm-hmm. they are, uh, as we're doing the show. So yeah, Brad Peacock far and away, the most uh, popular choice to replace the, uh, injured Sim Granke 54%. Um, I looked at these options, and uh, I don't remember offhand exactly you know what Peacock's sim stats are, but I know he's given up a lot of home runs, and I just you know I just thought it sort of, I sort of took the opposite tack in a way that yeah I know what I'm going to get from Brad Peacock, and maybe I can get something better from Brian Abreu who was tearing it up in simulated Triple A. So uh, Abreu got only 11% of the vote, and then Valdez got 16%. And 19% said trade for a starting pitcher. And I actually had the idea that Michael Brantley, who's going to be a free agent in the real and in the sim world uh, after 2020, and is after acquiring uh, Cole Calhoun from the Nando Defino run Diamondbacks, uh, he's sort of a, almost a, a spare part. So I actually thought, what if I could do a one-for-one trade for another uh, expiring contract? And I landed on the Cubs and Jose Quintana. Oh. oh, really? Yeah. Well, then
1: maybe we have something to talk about.
0: <laughs> maybe. Um, I don't know how you feel about your your pitching depth. Uh, I, I feel like maybe you want to upgrade one of your outfield spots.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't feel great about the pitching depth. It's been um, it's been. You Dar- Darvish has thrown the ball very well all season. Kyle Hendricks turned a corner a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Tyler Chatwood's been the overlooked hero in the rotation. Started off getting rocked his first couple of outings, but uh, uh, has five quality starts in his last six trips to the mound. Uh, Has still been giving up runs, but has been mostly doing uh, exactly what the Cubs thought he would do, and they signed him to that three-year deal before the 2018 season, so feel pretty good about him. Those two veteran lefties, Quintana and Lester though, are just getting absolutely shelled almost every single time uh, they take the mound. So I was looking for an upgrade in that way as well, but I might not be able to turn away from a Michael Brand Offers, so we might have something to talk about offline here.
0: Interesting. All right. I, I wasn't sure about that. And you know, there were a few other teams that were, were good fits in terms of contracts, but you were the one that was most in contention. I can't see, for example, like the Giants trading J- Jeff Samarja uh, when they're like 10 games under 500. So, right, right. Um, interesting. All right. Well, to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you know, this also, this, uh, got me thinking about, uh, you know, other situations. So, you know, you might look at the Sims situation and, uh, you know, think, oh, well, you know, maybe in real life that one of those, uh, Astros could get injured, not necessarily, uh, Zach Granke, but you know, who would be next in line there. And the popular sentiment is it, it should be Brad Peacock. So maybe he's somebody who should be, uh, targeted in my case. Maybe I think that, um, Brian de should be targeted, but there's some other teams, uh, that, you know, th- maybe there's just one injury away from somebody who's not getting a lot of attention, getting uh, maybe deserving of more fantasy attention. And I want to take out of this equation the prospects that we've talked a lot about: the Brendan McKay's, the um, the Nate Pearson's, the Mackenzie um, Gores, and so on. Yep. Casey Mize. Uh, yeah, but we've talked a lot about those folks, and and it's not like anybody is sleeping on them. I don't think uh, everybody understands what the deal is and is willing to pursue the upside. But let's let's just start with a few situations in the American League. And actually, this came up uh, in a recent episode when we had uh, Melissa Lockhart on, who's managing the fake A's. And she's got Chris Bassett in her rotation because, uh, and I'm trying to remember which starter it was. It was Frankie Montas, who was doing terribly and then got sent to the bullpen, and, and Chris Bassett replaced him. We've talked a lot about Jonathan, Jonathan Loy Sega maybe being an injury away. Um, Randy Dobnak, maybe he'll be the Twins fifth starter, maybe he won't. Mm-hmm. Is there something there in either case? Logan Allen, uh, where does he fit in with Cleveland? Could he have value? And Joe Palumbo, somebody who came up last year with the Rangers, was not very good. But, man, take a look at those minor league numbers. I mean, the guy has been a strikeout machine, and it certainly seems like there could be room for him in that Texas rotation at some point in 2020, assuming the season does get started at some point. Anybody in that list that intrigues you in the AL or somebody maybe I completely missed?
1: Yeah, loisiga is the one who who intrigues me the most, mostly because of a piece of news from what was that maybe now a month or so ago that you and I actually talked about on this show. Back then, uh, Aaron Boone saying that uh, Loisiga would have been the uh, fifth starter had the season started on time because James Paxton was going to be injured to start the season. And so Loisiga would have been the guy who slotted in there. So, if for no other reason, then we know he's the next guy in line. So, someone gets hurt. Uh, you've got Paxton who has an injury history. Jay Happ is you know, 37, 38 years old. Masahiro Tanaka has an injury history. Jordan Montgomery has an injury history. Right? I mean, every single guy who is going to be in the Yankees' rotation when the twenty 20- 2020 season does kick off has an injury history with the exception of Garrett Cole. So I think the Yankees are going to have a, uh, th- a desire to use a sixth guy just period condensed schedule maybe a lot of double headers I think they're going to want to take the strain off some of the guys in that rotation Loisiga we know is the next guy up and then with how deep that bullpen is in New York I think they're going to have a lot of flexibility with Loisiga, right I mean even if they think he's one of their best relief options when you've got a Roldies Chapman, Zach Britton, Adam Adovino, Tommy Canley, Chad Green like they're set They don't really need any other arms in that bullpen. So I think they're going to really have a lot of flexibility to use Loaise in a number of different ways. And you add that all up, he to me becomes really the blinking red light of the most intriguing sixth starter in the American League.
0: Yeah, and I just want to kind of frame the context here too because you were talking about the specter of double headers and a condensed schedule. Uh, If the plan goes forward, that's the one that's really been discussed uh, the most the last week or two, where we're looking at an 80 to 100 game schedule that starts maybe in early July, goes through the end of August. There wouldn't necessarily be a need to condense the schedule. So I am thinking about this in a more traditional sense of a six starter. Clearly, if there's a condensed schedule, everybody that we've talked about and everybody that we will talk about uh, is somebody with potential value.
1: There are plenty more six starter options in the NL to get to, but first, if you're bored in the house, bored in the house, bored, why not spend some time on yourself? Our sponsor today, Manscaped, is here to make sure you're well-groomed above and below the belt. Manscaped promotes clean hygiene when it comes to shaving thanks to their Lawnmower 3.0. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. Subscribe to the Perfect Package and get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmer always stays fresh and clean. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Vathletic at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use code Vathletic. And for a limited time, subscribers get not one, but two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, a $39 value, and the patented high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped Boxer Briefs. So go to manscaped.com today and use code Athletic. Yeah, and moving over to the NL, I think that there are a lot of options. You and I have talked a few times, Al. Uh, the Dodgers a very deep pitching staff. The Braves a very deep pitching staff. I think they're going to be two of the ones that are going to be able to take advantage of whatever this season looks like. Uh, The Phillies, maybe not quite as deep in the bullpen as either of those teams, but definitely have some rotation options. The Padres, uh, you mentioned Mackenzie Gore. We're not talking about him for this purpose, but a very deep bullpen that maybe will give them some flexibility. I think the, the guy who is the most intriguing from this standpoint, AL or NL, is in the NL, and it's Ross Stripling for me.
0: Uh, all right. Well, what I mean, it's a deep crew uh, of potential uh, fifth starters in the NL kind of surprising in a way that I didn't find more players that intrigued me in the AL. So out of this very deep pool, what is it about stripling that, uh, you know, sets the bar higher than, you know, Austin Voth or Mary- Mel Kelly or some of the pitchers that you already mentioned?
1: He's just been successful in every single role that the Dodgers have thrown at him over the last few years, whether it was uh, starting in a full-time capacity, whether it was being a bullpen guy for a full season, whether it was bouncing back and forth. He really has been able to handle everything that the Dodgers have thrown at him. And I honestly think, Al, that this is the one team in Major League Baseball where he wouldn't be one of the team's five starters, without question. I think that he would be a rotation guy, no doubt about it, on 29 out of 30 teams. He just happens to find himself on that 30th team. But every single role that he has inhabited for the Dodgers, uh, going back to his rookie year of 2016, he has found plenty of success in. So I do think that he is going to uh, be able to be a, a big success for this team, whether it is bullpen, swingman, starter, whatever, and then another team that, even if it's not a condensed schedule, a lot of injury questions up and down the rotation, basically beyond Walker Bueller. I think they're going to take some extra time for Clayton Kershaw, for David Price, for Alex Wood. They're going to want to get these guys some breathers uh, this season, and they have a ready-made Very good starter, right? I mean, this isn't like a long man who can start or an emergency starting pitcher who can take the ball and is already stretched out because he's the swing man and he can go, you know, instead of going two innings as a swing man, he can go four innings and then get you to your bullpen. Ross Stripling can be a very good starter. In the majors. So I think that he is really intriguing. I've got him on a ton of teams. I know you and DVR talked about our Triple Crown NL only auction last week. I actually bought him in that auction because I think he is going to be a key player for this Dodgers team this season. I really like Stripling. He would have been one of my favorite players period if the trade with the angels went through and he was locked into a rotation uh, obviously that didn't happen and he's still uh, with the other team in LA and that'll be the only time that the dodgers are referred to as the other team in LA I think all season but I I, I just like this guy a lot I think he's a really really good pitcher
0: yeah and you know as you were uh the, as you were explaining your your rationale for this and I was thinking I was sort of playing devil's advocate with myself and thinking, you know, but that's such a, a deep uh, set of, of rotation candidates there with Dustin May and Tony Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. But I thought, you know, we've made the argument in previous episodes that maybe young pitchers, uh, prospects who either haven't pitched in the majors or in the case of May and Gonzalez, haven't pitched a lot in the majors. Maybe they don't get to pitch much in 2020 and Stripling. He's, he's got the track record. He's got the experience. Uh, there's no service time issue there. So you know, that's a pretty good call. I like that. And uh, I think there are a few others worth mentioning. Uh, there's a Nando DeFino favorite here, Jose DeLeon. I mm-hmm. mean, Cincinnati's got a pretty deep rotation situation too, but maybe this is as good an opportunity as DeLeon has to uh, to actually spend some time in a major league rotation. Corbin Burns to me, I think if I had to pick one, maybe I'd pick him because unlike yeah, sure. the Dodgers and unlike the Reds, there's really not much competition and there's there's not also not a big hurdle to get into the rotation because I could see just Eric Lauer just not being effective. Um, you know, it's not a, a super strong rotation. So especially at the back end. So Corbin Burns is somebody who I think uh, stands out uh, in Philadelphia. I think that that fifth starter spot could uh, be wide open at some point. If it isn't already don't have that much faith in Vince Velasquez. I know you don't have much faith in Nick Pavetta. Mm-hmm. I actually picked up Ranger Suarez and in, uh, in a couple of deep leagues have my fingers crossed for him. I love Tyler Anderson in San Francisco. He should be ready for when over opening day is, uh, he had the misfortune of being a Rockies pitcher for a while, but I, mm-hmm. I like the skills. And if he comes back from the, the knee surgery, um, you know, close to what he was, I, I love that landing spot for him. And we've also, Michael, we've talked about how in the, uh, out of the park sim that certain players have just come up as surprises in the sim. And I noticed with the pirates, uh, Rob Beer Temple is, is running that uh, that team and he's got JT Brubaker in his rotation. And that's you know certainly a name that <laughs> flew right on by me yeah. and researched him a little bit. And, um, you know, not a big strikeout guy, but some some good minor league numbers with really good control.
1: Yeah, it's, and we know that there are going to be guys like that every single season, right? I mean, especially when we're talking about the, the back end of of rotations. There are going to be guys who emerge as, you know, even still no more than like fourth starters, but end up being really reliable in that role. I got to throw one more guy into this mix here. I, I think we'd be doing DVR a disservice if we didn't mention one of his guys, Tyler Molly. In Cincinnati, uh, can potentially have a really nasty split finger, and if he gets that to be a pitch that he can, you know, rely on and throw a little bit more than he did last year, throw as his go-to out pitch, then he could be an interesting guy. Uh, you know, not going to start the year in the rotation. With Cincinnati, but you've got a couple of guys at the back end of that rotation um, in Wade Miley and Anthony Disclefani who maybe don't uh, have quite so long a leash from a team that appears ready to compete. We know the top three guys in that rotation, Luis Castillo, Trevor Bauer, Sonny Gray, no doubt about where they stand. But if Disclefani or Miley step uh, slip up at all, then Tyler Molly could be uh, someone who steps into that Cincinnati rotation and, and is a really intriguing guy and definitely ready to be, I think, a regular starter. So uh, he's another guy as a sixth starter uh, who I would look at with uh, you know quite a bit of uh, excitement this season.
0: Yeah, well, uh, I, I like that call a lot too, a lot of depth there in Cincinnati, but I think Molly uh, certainly would merit another uh, opportunity if if one avails itself and uh while we've been talking a little bit about our out of the park sim uh on the athletic there is a dedicated section to the uh, alternate universe sim uh so check that out and it's being updated all the time with pieces from writers like i don't know michael beller for example uh, on how the simulated cubs are doing but uh the latest ones from uh, pedro mora on the simulated Dodgers. How would the Dodgers be doing? Let's check the athletic alternate universe. So uh, check that out as our featured read of the day. And that is going to be all for this episode of fantasy baseball in 15. If you're not already a subscriber to the athletic, you can get 40% off of a subscription at theathleticcom athletic.com slash baseball in 15. Or if you want to uh, take the 90 day free trial for a world, same deal for at least those 90 days. Uh, Everything that's a part of The Athletic is a part of your subscription. If you're enjoying this podcast on a platform that allows you to leave a rating and a review, we would greatly appreciate it if you take the time to do that. For Michael Beller, I'm Al Melchior, and we'll be back here on Wednesday. We're going to have a really special guest. I know you're going to tune anyway, but make sure to listen on Wednesday.